There we go. Here we go again. Here we Here go we again. Go Good again. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, hey, I uh, do you I thought, know what? Huh? What? Uh, the other day was my sister-in-law's birthday, and um, she is the biggest Bon Jovi fan on the planet. And oh. so I sent her a happy birthday text, and then I googled Bon Jovi hammock to find that picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ding, happy birthday. <laughs> you guys. Okay, again, once again, we should not be telling you about pictures. Just Google Bon Jovi hammock. But it is like, <laughs> they're the shortest shorts. They're so short. What they're was the eeny, weeny, weeny. What was the 80s? What What was any of it? Like, how? <laughs> I don't understand. It was majestic. Like, how Honestly, did everyone... <laughs> I have such a fake nostalgia for a life that I did not live. Like if 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 I could choose my birth time, I shit you not. If I could choose the moment at which I was born, I would have I would have been born in like 1970, and yes. I would have been able to be a, well. First of all, a little kid in the crazy 70s. Yeah. B. <laughs> I would have been able to be a teenager in the 80s, and I would have yeah. been so friggin' excited for that. <laughs> You never appreciate it while it's happening, though. I hear kids today who are nostalgic for the 90s like that, and I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> really? I do feel, like, feel that way to a to a lesser extent, of course. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. No, if, <laughs> a thousand percent. A thousand percent. There, there's something about that exact age that I'm like, that's all I wanted. Ah. Uh. <laughs> All I wanted was that exact moment of time. <laughs> yeah, I un- I understand. If it's a snapshot, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh God, man, I need to. I uh, I don't know where any of my shit is. I have not organized anything, and I keep talking about it how I haven't done it, and I keep not your doing office. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your office yep. craft studio. Correct. I was just sitting here looking for something and I was like, ah, uh, why, why is a stapler in here? Like, this is where my eye makeup should be. And like, I oh, usually no. keep my eyelashes somewhere else, but there's like four boxes of lashes in here that I didn't even know I had. Um, it's not, it's fine. I'm not, again, not beating myself up over it, but also when is this part going to be over? <laughs> when is the brain yeah. part going to be over? I mean, I want, I want it to be over. <laughs> true, but I think we we're we're okay. Presuming that this will end, and presuming that you and I will survive it, mm-hmm. uh, like risky presumptions. But let's just say it hypothetically. Sure. Um, we get so few allowances for brain melt in our lives, for more than a few minutes at a time. That's true. But it's so not, I kind of feel like. <laughs> I mean, you know very well that I've been leaning into this. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I yeah. do. And I'm giving you further permission. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like I want. Whatever. I. It is what it is. I just miss feeling sharp. <laughs> I miss feeling yes. sharp and alert. 
Understandable. I don't, feel, I don't feel stupid, but I don't feel smart right now. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I could see that. <laughs> but also, fucking... I, I love that there's like so little necessity for it right now. Like okay. if I did it, it would be wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Look know. I just, um, <laughs> Walking without around being, being one smart of... for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I feel like, I feel like. Without leaning into the privilege of it, because obviously taking it easy during this time is a privilege. Right. Without without romanticizing it, because that's dumb. I just, I, I feel like it's important for us to take the opportunities to explore things that are presented to us that we haven't had the opportunity to explore before. So, like... For virtually, no, for literally all of us, this is a once-in-a-lifetime event. God, I fucking so, hope so. <laughs> God, I fucking hope so. Yes, right, right. I mean, statistically, it's a once-in-a-lifetime oh. event. <laughs> we shall see. But if the the opportunity for you to let your brain go to absolute oatmeal is given, and all you do is just, like, reflect and look inward and let yourself wander... Maybe take that opportunity and maybe enjoy it. And I say that less for you and I because you and I are doing it. And more for the people who are like, I need to hustle. I need to figure it out. Like, no, nothing's real right now. Nothing is real. Uh, you're right. You're right. Mm, and I, I should I should try to count my blessings a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> it's cool I'm fine I'm here um I was telling Jen earlier just before we started recording that I could really go for a friggin A&W cream soda right about now like that's where I am at 100% I I am a huge um I don't drink a lot of soda at all but what that also means is that recently I have been drinking water during the day and then beer or the alcohol or something <laughs> at night. So when Jen and I record in the afternoon, I'm like, oh, it's 3.30. I will have drinks. And that's not great. Always. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not great. Um, <laughs> but when you uh, know so, that you can do that every single day for the completely foreseeable future without penalty, right. it could be a slippery slope. Right. And also, <laughs> if we're recording at 11... 30 in the morning I'm not ready to be that girl yet so <laughs> oh god <laughs> I could do a wake and bake maybe at 11 o'clock in the morning but I don't want to talk on this podcast when I'm high I think that's a bad idea I... don't do drugs kids yeah. don't do drugs <laughs> mostly because I feel like we're already sort of in this ether already <laughs> right yeah I'm it's already just kind of like little... the nature of us communicating yeah I don't need to gild the lily right now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, what other, um, but yeah, I, the A&W cream soda, what other kind of like beverages did you grow up with that you have not been around a whole lot lately? Oh my God. I was just lamenting. I was just lamenting that Boylan's. So Boylan's still exists out there. Um, delightfully, but like 20 years ago, they used to make this red birch beer that was so fucking mm. good. It was so good. It was so, and they it served was so it. good. 
Mm, it was really good. And they served it at this tavern across from my house. And whenever my parents and I would go out to, like, just get burgers there, I would have a Boylan's Red Birch beer. And uh. it was the shit. And I have not seen it anywhere. Oh, I might be lying. They might have had it at the tavern down the road from my college when I was in college. But that was also, boop, boop, almost 20 years ago. So. Oh, <laughs> I I think it's essentially been 20 years since I saw this stuff, and it's so good, and I don't know if it's out there. Ugh, we should find it. Um, We should. I don't know why that one didn't stick around when the black cherry did, because I do not like the black cherry. Oh. I'm not hating on the black cherry, but it's not as good, like, empirically. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know why, but that just gave me such a flash of... Summer camp. Oh, yeah? I guess I probably had black cherry soda during summer camp, and I don't know, because there were vending machines. Oh. There was an an A-treat vending machine, I think. A what? Oh, my God. What is happening? Oh, do you (laughs) not know what A-treat is? Is this regional? I don't know what A-treat is. Oh, my God. So I don't know what it's local to, but I'm going to go ahead and just venture a guess that it's Pennsylvania-based. And um, and it, it A-Treat is this big, it's this big no-frills logo of just the letter A and then a hyphen treat with a couple <laughs> of, like, bubble circles next to it. Uh-huh. And they basically make color sodas. <laughs> so it's like Purple. Big blue. And God bless what your body can get away with when you're that young. Mm. I used to stop. Once I was driving, I would stop at a gas station and get a bottle, like like a 20-ounce bottle of Big Blue every oh. morning before school. <laughs> Big Blue. What did it taste like? Was it raspberry? I don't know if I could pinpoint it for <laughs> you. It- Lillian, it tasted like blue. <laughs> it tasted, it did, it tasted like blue. Oof. It tasted like blue. And it was such a novel, bizarre thing to decide it wasn't going to be my trademark. I would basically have, like, a big blue and gogurt in the <laughs> Feels very on brand. Decisions. Uh, 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 did you, so, was, your, was your mouth blue all the time? Yeah. I mean it was like it was a light blue. It was sort of like a like a saturated aqua. <laughs> it was it was the exact blue of a freezer pop and it probably tasted wow. like a blue freezer pop. Wow. All right. All right, I can dig it. It was it was good. So yeah, I pretty like I drank soda for breakfast mm-hmm. <laughs> all of my senior year for sure, because mm-hmm. I could do whatever the hell I wanted and I could stop for a big blue. Yeah, but we, um, so that's a treat. We definitely had <laughs> breakfast smoothies for a while, for sure. That's not Ooh. smoothies. No, no lies. Like again, lies? brain. My all those wrinkles are smoothing out of my brain. Um, Slurpees, breakfast <laughs> Slurpees, smoothie. Oh. Is a, is a socially acceptable thing to have for breakfast. <laughs> Slurpee, I guess, generally isn't. But I needed that sugar rush so that I could stay awake. I was, I was like, at school at 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't – I'll be real. Like, old man yells at cloud. But um, 
I don't understand why they make teenagers go to high school earlier than they were as younger kids because your body is changing in so many ways. You're naturally up later. Your workload is later. It makes no sense that you wouldn't go to school earlier as a little kid because you're already up. Like, right. We were all just up. We didn't need sleep. But I I was easily up until at least midnight every night yep. of high school. And then I had to be awake by like 5.30, 545 mm-hmm. in order to like get my shit together. Yep. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. <clears throat> Listen, if I, if I ran the zoo... <laughs> Why yes. does anyone just ask me? Because I could fix everything. <laughs> I'll ask you. Lillian, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready I to will... take over as Grand Chancellor of Education? <laughs> Grand Chancellor of everything. Just ask me. <laughs> just ask me. Uh, That's my frankly, president. <laughs> I, feel... <laughs> I feel uniquely qualified to do literally anything right now. Honestly, if any of us are having any issues with like um, – imposter syndrome right now we should really just throw all that out the window like (laughs) big time we're all just big dumb feely animals who were playing pretend like come on i realize i'm wearing a tinfoil hat right now about this but it's true (laughs) do you know what i read the other day what i read i saw a meme that was like everybody who makes fun of us as tinfoil hat people um just know that (laughs) It's made out of aluminum now, and aluminum is a conductor. <laughs> so you're wrong and dumb. So I'm getting the transmissions now. They're coming in. <laughs> exactly. God. <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> Straight from Venus. <laughs> Do you know what movie is criminally unknown? Huh. Bowfinger. Do you know what that is? I do. Yeah, Yeah, you do. Of course you do. Mm -hmm. Wait, is that... Hang on. I think I'm getting it mixed up with Pootie Tang. Which one's Bowfinger? (laughs) Bowfinger stars Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. And Steve Martin... Yes. Yes, 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 yes. It's yes. directed by Frank Oz, and it's fucking phenomenal. I didn't know it was directed so by Frank funny. Oz. Yeah, no, I've seen that within the last 10 years, for sure. A down-and-out filmmaker in Hollywood attempting to make a film on a small budget with a star who does not know that he's in the film. Yes. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's fucking spectacular. It's spectacular, Why? and, like, now, as a grown-up in the entertainment industry, I get stuff that I didn't get when I was a kid. But even oh. just watching it, even just watching it as a kid was always a goddamn delight. That's great. What is, why is it Bowfinger? Is that somebody's name? It's the last name of Steve Martin's character. Because oh. he is this beef, the this B-movie maker. Uh-huh. Um Who's just like he's trying so hard for his career renaissance. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's he's really he's slimy and Steve Martin plays him so well and like uh. oh it's so good. It's so good. I love Steve Martin. Um, I was really sad. Uh, have you seen any of his plays? 
I did Picasso at the Le Pen Right. That's right. You did. That's right. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I own Shop Girl. I own the, the Oh, is that good? The play. I actually, I think it's depressing and I haven't read it yet. Oh, very good. Um, we, I did not like um, Bright Star, the musical that was out on Broadway. I did not. A lot of people did not like Bright Star. I did not dig that. Um, and I'm trying to remember uh, what the name of the most recent one that he did that was, um, it was about, was it called Meteorite? Steve Martin. Meteor. Oh, 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 oh. Shower. Yes, Meteor I Shower. You're talking about. Meteor yes. Shower. Okay. Was that not good? Oh, it was great. That was fucking great. Oh, good. Great. It looked really good. Oh, it was great. Um, Amy and, Schumer was in it, right? Yeah. And, Amy Schumer. Um, and... Yeah. And um, Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, oh, I yeah. love Key. Oh, he's so great. Um, apparently, uh, my chiropractor is, uh, like really close friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like, co- they were, they were friends from college. Um, he's also friends, he's also friends with, um, the super hot weatherman that's on Good Day New York, uh, Mike Woods. They have been I skydiving together, I believe. I am so charmed by how much you know your news anchors. <laughs> them <laughs> i particularly love mike woods um but yeah yeah yeah, yeah you no, can I tell love the, me about me about news anchor i, I love the <laughs> good day new york stuff i love the good day new york stuff i love audrey puente who is tito puente's um daughter or granddaughter i forget which and she does the traffic um no I lo- i'm just charmed by all of them i do miss uh, Baruch Shemtov, who was the entertainment person on Good Day New York, but he has gone to do something else and um, apparently disappeared from the planet. So, on him. But just like, <laughs> oh, hot, hot, ripped, ridiculous gay Jew. Like, just, the, just oh. so cute. And then new straight dude that they replaced him with. Oh, you know what? I don't know if he's out or not, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we can assume. Well, I mean, look, you're making your educated guesses. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one more. I mean, this guy, he started like a Thai company when he was 12. He's, he's gay. Um, but I just, like the new, the new guy is just so straight. Like, you don't want a straight dude doing your entertainment news. That's dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> I cannot trust this source. Right. At all. Exactly. Like, yeah, no, I don't want any information from very thin people who are restaurant reviewers. I need I need to know that I can trust the source. Get that negativity away from me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm sure that there's very fine, very small restaurant reviewers. Ugh, they're fine. <laughs> I'm still suspicious of you. It's glandular, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I did not... <laughs> I should have heard glandular coming, but what I heard was glandula like a like a drag name. <laughs> like Shangela. Did I tell you I was hanging out with Shangela at Sundance? No. It was so great. Oh, it was so great. I'm so jealous. Oh, it was so exciting. Oh, oh my God. God. I was What'd thrilled. You guys do? It, uh we were at an HBO party together. That's amazing. And he was wearing this, uh, this silver jacket that was 
uh, that was advertising the the project that he's got coming out on HBO. Oh, who knows when now? But it was like it was upcoming, and uh, myself and this other absolute drag fan just like zeroed in on him, and uh, and it was it was a delight. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I love him so much. Uh, just... was he? He was as a boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah. in drag. Oh man, I although Shangela feel... is just kind of this magical cre- creature. Yes, <laughs> I get very excited when I recognize someone who I know as a drag performer out of drag because I can barely ever do that, and when it happens, I get thrilled. <laughs> like, oh my god! Uh. Oh, unrelated. Mm. Related? Unrelated? Not really important, but I feel like I need to talk about it right now. Um, I saw I saw Carson Kressley out at a club one time, and I really almost went and talked to him. I, I was like, I feel like I could hang out with you for sure. But he was surra- he had like a cadre of, by the way, very poorly dressed people, like in bright orange tracksuit kind of things. Um, it <clears throat> it was a little off brand for him. Maybe he would have liked it if I had rescued him. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, I feel like I want to talk about sodas some more, but maybe we should just talk about friends instead. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is um, a very nice little retrospective. I forget what time period we left off with. I feel like I talked about my friend Jessica at the very end. You did. Jessica Uh, was the last friend you talked about. Well, I'll start from the beginning and work my way up. I... The first friend friend that I remember having um, was my wonderful friend, Lisi, who I think I have mentioned in the past. Um, She and her family lived just far enough up the street, just up Crickaways, just far enough um, up the street that I could not walk there. And like I said, we didn't have sidewalks or anything (laughs) like like neighborhoody (laughs) like that. We were basically a rural with ditches. Totally. Um, but oh my god! At one point, my road was called RR One Rural Route One. Oh, oh nice! You and then they changed the word. name to an uh huh. They changed the name to an actual road. Uh, maybe by the time I was like nine, ten. That's amazing. But yeah, it was RR One Rural Route One. Wow. <laughs> um, no, mine was always a road, but it was uh, Old Warmly Creek Road. Which, by the way, has too many letters for almost anything that you need to fill out an address for. Say it again. Say it again. Old Warmly Creek Road. Old Warmly Creek. Yes. W-O-R-M-L-E-Y. Famous As at one time. Warmly. Worm- yes. Oh, but you don't say warmly. Say warmly. Um, at famous, famous at one time for uh, Warmly Creek Oysters. I'll have you know. wait were the oysters from the creek that's wrong wow that does feel wrong doesn't it but yeah that's that's what i yep i listen i don't know where oysters come from where do do you you only like freshwater oysters jen wait wait. are creeks freshwater or are they brackish god now i don't know anything i don't know I don't know. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't eat enough. Sh- I I don't eat shellfish really. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 selectively kosher, but I do not eat shellfish. I just don't enjoy them. Um, so I don't know. I've never had an oyster in my life. Yes, oysters can be in rivers and creeks. 
Huh. Ta-da! <laughs> so um, you could call your homestead the Oyster House. I could. Well, we were certainly <laughs> oyster crackers, I will tell you that. <laughs> uh, um, so just up the street was uh, Lisey and her family. And Lisey was, I think, slightly older than me. But we, we, we were going to school in the same grade. And um, then she had her brother, Baba, um, who... Sorry. Oh. <laughs> his name was Raymond, but nobody knew his real name. His, he was Bubba. His name was Bubba. Um, and he recently he recently passed away. He was in the um, he was in the service. And I, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to speculate. Um, but he, I believe, took his life a couple of years ago. It was real sad. Oh no. Um, and then their younger sister, who I think was two, so he was a little bit older. Bubba was my age, but he was in the grade behind me. And then Anne, I think, was like is like two or three years younger than us. Um, and we all had a great time playing together. Um, they had a big, big old dog named Ginger who would chase the, bu- the school bus. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you remember the ghost story I told the other day where it was like, oh, if we set up these toys here and if they move, we'll know that there's ghosts. <laughs> so Lisey and I just had this game about fairies and we were convinced that there were fairies in her bedroom. So we would set up a whole bunch of things and be like, Oh, I guess we're going to go downstairs for a mozzarella stick. <laughs> clomp, 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 dark, and dark, would, dark door slam. We would close the door and we would sit outside and sometimes we would peek and we would come back in and literally every time convince ourselves that something was different about the toys. <laughs> I remember one, there was like a statue. Her dad was in the military and had gone, um, I think he spent a lot of time in Korea. So she had a bunch of very beautiful Asian sculptures and statues. And like she had um, um, uh, those cool toe socks that uh, that you wear with, I think they're called tatami shoes. They're where it's like the white sock with the, to- the room for your toe and then a place cut out so you could put your feet in a flip-flop. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Yes. They're not individual every toe. It's no, no. It's all four and then you're one big toe. Yeah, it's like a foot mitten. <laughs> you look like the penguin. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, but we had convinced ourselves that, like, the expressions on the faces of the sculpture had changed. We we entertained ourselves endlessly, she and I. We she was so she would yes and everything and we bounced off each other so so well and then when we started in first grade we weren't in the same class together which was a bummer um and like I've seen her recently her family helped us with the um the clean out from my mom's house which was Mm. yeah they let us stay at their house which was incredibly gracious um that's so nice yeah uh but she was yeah we were in and out of each other's lives for a while but like we were so so close for so long um just like riding riding our tricycles around the tennis court (laughs) (laughs) and she was so she was so pretty and blonde um and so was her little sister and she they always wore their hair up in little, like, just the three quarters, like, from your ears forward, up in a little top knot with the rest of it down the back. Really, really fun, cute, cute. people. And she, her mom and my mom got along really well together, which was great because uh, my mom did not have a ton of friends. <laughs> 
So it was nice that they could hang out. Um, I oh, know she got just that one. Yes, just that one. Mm. Just that one. Um, and I know for a fact that they had to have, I don't know for a fact of anything right now, but um, they must have, <laughs> they must have known what a ding dong my father was. Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember um, Lisey's dad, Jim, and my dad, um, the, a tree, it, there was an ice storm and a tree fell across our, our really, really long driveway in the woods. When you have, I, um, when you rolled up to our place there was a giant mailbox and then it looked like you were gonna go find um baba yaga like it's just like yeah a long oh my god yours would have been my favorite windy ass unpaved roots coming up out of every goddamn where like who who whoever carved this out everybody around us had straight driveways some of them were even paved but this was like winding this way and then winding that way and then at the end you got surprised by like basically a sinkhole where the roots had gone crazy and they were huge mud puddles when it rained and then you would like splash down like you were a duck boat going into the water for the tour oh god (laughs) and that's why that boy was like i'm never driving up here again (laughs) yes 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 um i love that you remember that i gotta tell matt that i still remember that um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a bunch of my friends fucked up their cars to the point where like occasionally I would offer to just walk, but if it was late at night, it, it was kind of scary. It was, it was creepy. Yeah. Anyway, it was the woods. I lived in the woods. It was the um, woods. Yes. A tree, a tree fell across the driveway. Uh, and I remember Jim came to help my dad clear it, which I can only imagine was just Jim with his chainsaw and my father supervising because I never saw my dad. (laughs) That was the best. Never saw my dad (laughs) actually effectively use a power tool of any kind. He was, oh, daddy, how, I just, you know when you see men and you're like, how did you even get this old? How did you make it this long? How did you make it this far? And what 12 women do I have to thank for you having made it this far? (laughs) If you had to cast your father as anyone, who would you cast? Oh, Jim Gaffigan, for sure. Nice! Amazing! Oh my god. Yeah. With uh, maybe, no, if he was still around, it would have been Philip Seymour Hoffman. They looked very, very much alike. Um, oh my god! That deep, that deep divot above um, Philip's lip—that was my my dad. I mean, I kind of have it too. What's that called? Yeah, it's, ca- it's called a f- um, something with a ph, it's... like a phylum or something. It's not phylum. <laughs> Filter. I don't know. Hang on, googling what? this. This episode is just us googling things. What's <laughs> the thing above your nose? Called your lip? Called. It is called a philtrum. P H I L T R U M. What? Look, we all even learned. Is your brain? We all learned a word today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my ew, god! Ew, you can also call it a medial cleft. <laughs> I'm me. sure it's spelled M E D I A L. However, I like it M E A T. Y dash ale. 
Now that's more appealing. <laughs> now it's more appealing. Oh. <laughs> Lisey's doing great. She's a financial advisor. If anybody needs somebody, I can give you her information. She's lovely. Wait, who is? Who are we uh, talking sorry. about? Not Lisey, my friend, the blonde friend that we were talking about before I Got started it. talking about filtering. It was like Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> <laughs> who needs a linear conversation <laughs> i mean really <laughs> boring uh tell me about a fran okay so i uh there are not there used to be more guys on this list than than girls but um most of them kind of fell away and uh, there is there's one who remains who is like just absolutely so so special to me, and uh, that's my friend Matt, and he and I uh, he and I met in high school as part of a larger friend group. Um, it was just a small cluster of us, the four of us. Matt is the one whose mom called me a slut and oh. kicked me out of her house. Uh. But Matt, Matt never felt that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Matt, uh, I, I mean, we just, he, he is, <laughs> he was always like, he was always like an 85-year-old man in, in trapped in a kid's body. And oh. so like... No, I won't. I won't say 85. Let's say like 56. Sure. <laughs> he was just emotionally very much like approaching retirement. <laughs> he loved <laughs> He loved jam bands. <laughs> he loved he loved jam. <laughs> he loved he loved jam bands. He loved Myrtle Beach. He loved Steely Dan. <laughs> yes. And oh was God. also the biggest Dave Matthews band fan I've ever known. Oh. And it was all just the it was it, they were all just these fascinating, adorable parts of his personality. Oh. And he and I were pretty inseparable uh for several years. In fact, he was the one he was he was the friend of mine. He was a year older than me. And he was the friend of mine who was going to Ramapo. And the the first semester that he was there, for Columbus Day, I went to go visit him on campus. And I was like, oh, but I'm actually, I'm absolutely going to come to school with you. And he was like, oh my God, follow me to college. No. <laughs> and I did. So like, and my, um, my college admission essay was about him um, and about yeah. our friendship, and uh, and he 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 wrote he he wrote poetry, and most of it was really funny. Most of it was meant to be a joke. But then uh, once in a while, he would just he, like he would write me a poem for my birthday, or for Christmas, or for Valentine's Day, or for the for go for graduation like um and i kept every single one of them i have uh, <laughs> every poem he ever wrote for me uh, um just God damn like, it i don't think anybody's ever written a poem for me what's wrong with the planet oh, matt wrote me all the poems oh that's so lovely 
And they were always really funny because he rhymed all of them. So the way he'd reach for a rhyme was <laughs> was when he when he'd have to reach, it was really amusing. Oh God, that's great. <laughs> that's wonderful. And um, uh, yeah, it was great. And like, um, he and I were. He and I would hang out constantly, either just the two of us or um, or with the other two uh, friends that we were really close with. But um, he, he and I also were in choir together. And so that crazy Orlando trip where we were on a bus for like 24 <laughs> hours, I just sat with him. And like Yay. we fell asleep on each other. We went to Stucky's together. <laughs> you got your pecan roll. We got our pecan roll and our cheer wine. Man, <laughs> get get your get your little sun drop, little squirt. Sun drop, <laughs> squirt. I um so so yeah. I mean he he uh and I think that just as an individual, he was very he was very undervalued in high school in general because you know he'd wear like slacks and tuck in a polo shirt because he was approaching retirement uh-huh. like that was just his personality Ready and it went golfing. over most people's <laughs> yeah, oh yes oh yes and it went over most people's heads and they did not appreciate it for for what he really had to offer and in college he kind of kind of he absolutely became one of the most powerful students nice. ever. Like, stories are still told about him. What? Like, That's he's amazing. still friends with the president. I mean, it felt a, it felt more than a little mafia-esque, but it was so satisfying <laughs> to see him thrive and be appreciated and, and really, like, everybody just fucking adored him. He kind of, oh. like... He, he basically became a college politician um, in a non-smarmy way. And it was just, it was like this was the life that was waiting for him. Oh, that's so good to watch people flourish like so, that. Ugh. Yes. Yes. So even though I didn't get to spend every moment with him in college the way that I had anticipated I would, um, it was even better. It was even better because I could see... I could see how in demand he was. Ah. And he just, he had the best time. Oh, he had I a love great, it. great time in school. Um, yeah, it was, so I, I adore him. He's still one of my favorite people ever. And I get to see him here and there. He lives in D.C. now. Ah. Um, but, yeah, I, I fucking adore him. Nice. He's the best. Yay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, I want to yeah. tell you about my friend Randy. Um, she yes. she was my very first. Well, technically, technically, my very first friend in New York City was my friend Dave, who I really owe a phone call to. Um, but he and I met when we were both doing background work on the set of Mariah Carey's Glitter, which I think I have mentioned. <gasps> Have I not mentioned this? No, you have not. Nope. We you need sure to, have not. We need to start. Oh, my God. We need a spreadsheet with just, like, nouns of things that we've talked about so I can double check. So, um, yeah, I was extra. It was yeah, at. nouns. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, it was. It filmed. It filmed at the limelight, which is now. 
it was a David Barton gym and is now like a place where you can go shop for random artisanal jewelry and shit like that. But it's on sure. 20, I want to say 26th Avenue and like 21st or 22nd. It was an old, um, decommissioned isn't the right word, but whatever they do when they take a church and they make it not a church anymore. So it's just a Oh, building. I know that place. I thought it was a, I thought it was a salon for a while. Who knows? It's But I know the exact things. thing you're talking about. It's um, on the east side of 6th. Yes. Have you it's, seen? Yeah, it's that old gothic church. Yes, yes. Have you seen Party Monster? No, actually. Whose movie is that? Party Monster. Uh, I forget, but it is really good. Seth Green is in it. And it's about, it's basically about this guy who was a huge, um, a uh, party promoter in the 70s, <gasps> 80s, oh, oh, I know the My Favorite Murder yes. about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You'll love the <laughs> right, movie. Right, 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 right. That's why it's ringing a bell. Great. Okay, great. Yes. Please um, continue. But yeah, no, that was, the limelight was this crazy multi-level um, uncy uncy club in the days of Club Kids, which is when that murder happened. Um, like oh when when you could ostensibly show up to New York and just be sexy and weird for a living. Like that was what the limelight was, um, and it was like a hub for that kind of culture. So also a hub for all kinds of drugs. So eventually it got closed down. I think because of drugs and probably also that murder, but um, it had not been closed very long when I moved up here. So they took the whole place over. So what that meant was that we got to like wander around in there while we weren't being used on the set. We probably weren't supposed to be, but like, again, how am I not going to, how am I not going to? So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my friend David, when, when we met, I was wearing a purple Bob wig and a, a cheetah print mm. dress so it was like foreshadowing um, for Lillian Davis yes. to come. And he was a tall, uh, like lanky, but muscular, like a swimmer body black boy with blue hair and a Speedo. <laughs> That's why I know he had a swimmer this body. This is your Weetsy moment. I know. I love him. I gotta call, I'm going to call him today. He's um, your Dirk Duck. We had, we had, we did not get very, very super close, but when he and I would go gallivanting out around New York, we just had the best fucking time. Like the best, the best time. There was one time, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like it's not, it, it was so funny and so inside jokey that it's not, yes, it's not even going to translate if I tell you, but I can right. call him up and then he and I can just laugh about it. So I'll do that later. Um, However, he was my first friend, but uh, Randy was my first real, real tight friend. Um, and I was cast. She wrote uh, an autobiographical show, uh, play, called um, Counterfeit Straight, which is a poker term about her family and her dad's gambling problem. And she cast me as her. I mean, everybody had oh, other shit. names, but it was all like straight from her actual life. Um, and that was my first Stage Kiss was in that show with this lovely oh boy named Garrett, and that was really sweet. Um, and that was at Wow Cafe Theater, which is still around on the east side, East 4th Street. Uh, and Randy and I, she had this teeny, twee little apartment on 6th and Houston, um, and it, it was the smallest. It was like they, it was room for like a two person couch. They didn't have a coffee table. <laughs> um, I almost didn't fit in between their, like, the island and the counter of the actual kitchen. (laughs) I was like, I could just turn around in it. Um, And I remember after rehearsal one time, 
uh, she, she was like, okay, you guys have to go because um, my favorite show is coming on and it is G-String Divas. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't have cable. Can I please stay and watch that with you? And so I stayed with her after rehearsal um, and I hung out and watched G-String Divas and then we were just friends forever after that. I mean, we have been through so much together and we've been back and forth in and out of each other's lives. And right now we are very much into each other's lives. Um, she is now a award-winning moth storyteller. Um, her, Holy shit. Yeah, she's badass. I wonder if I've heard one of her pieces. Very possibly. She's been on it a couple times. Randy, R-A-N-D-I-S-K-A-G-G-S, Skaggs. Um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, she has a heartbreaking story about her dad that's on one of the podcasts. Um, she and her husband, Dave Surchuk, run a storytelling group in Louisville, Kentucky called Double Edge Stories, which also has a, a podcast. That's a little shout out. Um, and she's got two beautiful children, and she's a fierce fucking teacher. And, like, I just admire the shit out of her. I just love her. Where does she live? She's in uh, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Aw, oh, man. I was wondering, because I don't think I've met her, but obviously I've been seeing her name now for like uh, 13 years. So. Yeah, yeah. She's been gone for a while. <laughs> oh, I meant to. I just was talking to her last night. Uh, tell me about so a, nice. tell me about a Fran. Oh, wait, this is, okay, wait, so this, this is, is, wait, hang on, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt real quick because this is important. Yeah, do it. Um, so Randy, I, uh, as far, like, I did not mess around with a whole lot of guys before I met Don, um, and this is as close to a one-night stand as it got, but Randy and I were, we were stalking these improv guys at the place, this place called McManus, which everybody used to go to after UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade shows. Um, <laughs> and, uh, instead of actually talking to the improv guys that we were going to talk to, there was this whole table of rowdy okay. ass, super hot Irish guys. So rowdy, oh, no. so drunk, so hot. <gasps> um, and we, I was, I went over and was playing with them cause they were singing and I was like teasing them. And then like this dark haired boy grabs me and this light haired boy g- grabs Randy and their other friends are like like milling around but they're trying to like get them to go away and we went back all four of us to randy's place and she holed up in her room with that guy and i was in the living room with this other guy um and i i just the best he looked at me and he goes "Ugh, i love your boobs and i was like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me oh my god you must have been totally bunkers beside yourself god and i had to i had to leave early in the morning before he woke up and i just stood there and watched his hot ass sleep for a little while (laughs) oh girl man he was so (laughs) handsome but uh whatever that was like my only walk of shame that's the only and i I was like i'm a grown-up now um but uh Randy's guy apparently wound up talking about his ex-girlfriend the whole time. <laughs> oh, womp, no. Womp. Anyway. Okay. That was important to me. Please tell me a story. <laughs> um, so I have another friend from adulthood who I've probably known only a touch longer than I've known you. Um, Lena. I yes. feel... I think so. I feel certain... That you've met her because Lena, 
Uh, Lena is this fascinating personality. She's so fucking funny, and she's so fucking talented, and she, uh, like, it's easy for people to sleep on her because she has this really sort of um, flat, dry demeanor, (laughs) but she's absolutely brilliant, and way, way, way back when, in the very first days of my career, um, when I was, like, scouring backstage looking for plays to audition for, I saw her play, um, it was called Strange Bedfellows, and it was essentially a threes company kind of a take (laughs) on... A totally normal woman who was roommates with Leatherface and Michael Myers and Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is solidly... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited! (sighs) The Venn diagram of my interests is truly a perfect circle. Um, when it comes to her. <laughs> and I was everywhere. like, oh, it's, it was so good. And it was so brilliant. Oh, it was so, so fucking funny. Oh, my God. She's amazing. And so, like, uh, um, I I auditioned for her for the role of this woman. I didn't get it. And Lena emailed me. And she's my age, I think. Yeah, we're the exact same age. Um, and she emailed me and she's like, listen, I just want you to know, like, it wasn't my call that you didn't get it. I really loved what you did, and I think you're great, and I think we should be friends because I think you really get me, and I want you to be in my stuff. And I was like, uh, well, I think you're fucking brilliant, so yes, that, that. <laughs> nice. And um, we continued to collaborate together, and she would write plays with me in mind, and she was always... Oh, God, so funny, so dark, so horror-centric, and um, very woke. Like, a lot of her a lot of her stuff about characters of size was not at all the standard fare. It was all um, very scrutinizing of sizist, um, misogynistic bullshit. Nice. Um, it was, it, it, just, it always threw beauty standards and body image standards out the window. Um, and it was hysterical. So I, I, she wrote numerous plays, like Nate's totally awesome medieval torture chamber. <laughs> I could have added a word there, or I might have gotten one of them wrong. Oh. Nate's awesome medieval torture chamber. That one, um... And, uh, and ultimately, um, she, so within like two years, she was, she wrote a play called 13 Fat Girls and a Dead Cat. Oh, yes, of course. That's why I know her. Yep. That's why you know her. 13 Fat Girls and a Dead Cat was. God, that play was a, I mean, so it was brilliant. Good. And it kind was of a, so good. So fucking good. And ahead of its time. Real ahead of its time. Oh, yeah, for 13 sure. 13 Fat Girls was about a was about a married well-to-do man who was thin and married to a thin woman and his secret horrible fetish was 
fucking and murdering fat girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so one night at their home, the doorbell starts ringing and fat girl ghosts start coming in. <laughs> <laughs> And um, oh, I, I mean, it was just, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was great. This brilliant look at objectification and and how some people will never face scrutiny and the kind of blinders that uh, that women, the kind of blinders and misogyny that women can show each other because mm. this wife is absolutely never on the side of the girls, right? No. Like <laughs> how women can throw each other under the bus to uphold fucking patriarchy, mm-hmm. uh, especially more marginalized women. <laughs> it was. Oh, God. It was amazing. It was. And it was, it was also the first time I'd ever seen more than, like, two fat people on a stage in my entire life. Right. Wow. Right. There weren't quite 13 of us, because I want to say one of them, like, is either always off stage or something, but there were a lot of us. Yep. There were a lot of us. Yep. And... It was so good and so brilliant, and so we put it up at the producers' club, and it was fucking fantastic. And um, and I just I think she's I think she's brilliant, and so I loved collaborating with her, and I loved being her friend, and so um, she, uh, I mean, of late, last handful of years of late, she wrote a play. <laughs> she wrote a play called Baked, uh, The Adventures of Baked Potato Man. <laughs> and it's fucking bananas. Oh my God. And this one is an allegory basically on on not believing children. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. And it's uh, and it's this totally foobar um Kind of like if that old show today's special went terribly, <laughs> terribly wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a so it started as a play, and uh, we've got it now as a screenplay, and it's this sort of like really fucked up HP Puffin stuff, uh, HR Puffin stuff, HR Puffin stuff, um, and <laughs> and the star of the show is Baked Potato Man, <laughs> who is played by me. <laughs> Big Potato Man is played by a psychotic blonde woman. Yay. Um, <laughs> and it's so dark. And basically, Big Potato Man goes to save one of his viewers from their boring home life. But the life that that he brings him into is, like, uh, just as awful. Oh, whoops. <laughs> It's so dark and it's so good and it's so funny. Like her dialogue is incredible. Um, and I guess I'm just talking about her as a creator more than anything because like uh, her her work is how I grew to love her so fucking much. She's just like this lovely tender heart and this brilliant, brilliant talent. And I believe in her fiercely and I love collaborating with her and like, She's just one of those people that if I could make stuff with her forever and ever and ever, I would. I happily will. Ah. And she is someone I very much need to check on. I want to make stuff with her, too. Oh, my God. You've definitely met each other. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. She's Yay. so she's so great, and she's so humble. It, like, mm. 
it makes me happy to be like, no, you're amazing. And she's like, I'm amazing. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yay. I'm amazing. And I'm like, yeah, you are. (laughs) Lift each other up. I love it. Uh, uh, Someone who I is amazing for me also is my friend Kelly, um, who I think that you may have met. uh, Tall blonde Kelly. She is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. She, uh, again, a person that I can Yes, I've definitely met Kelly. Yes. At Lush, though. Nowhere else. Oh, that seems, yes, that seems right. Yes. Yeah, she, (laughs) yep, mm mm-hmm. Um, and she and I have the same uh, rapport that you and I do where it's like bam, 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 and a thousand inside Yay. jokes. Um, and she is now in the Chicago area with her lovely, adorable husband and their twin kids. Um, uh, she's fucking killing it. She's um, worked for a number of nonprofits and is I think that she's working for a company that is heart health of some sort now. Um, but she used to do mom's clean air. Um, she's like been to Washington a bunch of times as a public speaker advocating for things. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, when she's I, a big activist. Yes. When I met her, she was a stand up comic. She was the one that I told you, um, I wound up seeing Hannibal Burris in that back, that dark. Yes. Murky back room. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, uh, she and I, it was so cute. We hit it off right away. We were at, I think one of Duncan's parties, my brother-in-law and, uh, we had to do that delicate girl dance of like, I like you. Can we hang out? Can you, are you too busy for me? You're too busy for me. It's okay. You're too cool for me. It's fine. Oh wait, you do want to hang out? Where do you want to hang out? What should we go? What should we do? Do you want to, oh, we should, uh, um, So we hung out after like three times. We were like, okay, we're actually officially friends now. (laughs) 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 And then, and then for a while we lived a block away from each other in Hoboken. And we were just all up in each other's business all the time, all the time. I remember just before she moved away, I brought over, this was before I was even doing burlesque. I just had a bunch of wigs. (laughs) I brought them over. <laughs> and we did like uh maybe I had just started doing burlesque, but it was it was it was before I have the wig collection that I have now. Um and we just did like a fabulous wig and boa and uh Tierra photo shoot and just laughed and cried and laughed and cried. She um she did a one woman show oh. about her dating life that was really fabulous that she put up before she moved away. Like she's That's delightful. She's a powerhouse. She's so fierce. Oh, she used to work at um at the Central Park Zoo, doing kids stuff there, like she's just so Fun. cool. She's so cool, and she has, by the way, the longest middle finger I've ever seen on a human being in my entire life. When she flips you huh. off, you feel it in that your fucking soul. That makes me wonder soul. how long it is. It's really long. I'll get her to send you a picture. <laughs> it was... Is it only that one? Does she have like one no, long right. middle no. finger, and then the rest are? <laughs> Like, like, um, even cowgirls get the blues with the big thumb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, who's your next person? Um, I think I'm going to end on, um, a a dear friend of mine who I talk about frequently on the podcast, my friend DJ, um, DJ and I have actually never met, uh, Deej is just an internet friend of mine. 
although just is not really the appropriate word at all. Deej is a, a dear friend who found me a couple of years ago, and they're a playwright and a podcast creator and just all around a, a really phenomenal um, artist and human being. And uh, we connected about two years ago, and um, they started sharing with me a story that would then become their podcast, Moonbase Theta Out. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I remember getting these installments and just um, feeling like I was receiving a, a, a one, like I was getting a one-person performance of of like a radio play, which I mm. guess I was, but it was such a <laughs> it was such a unique sensation, and um, and Deej and I have uh, an extraordinary amount in common. <laughs> we are we're birthday neighbors, and um, oh. I, I've had the pleasure of uh, of voicing a character for Moonbase Theta out. I play um, I play the AI computer system Tumnus. Oh, fun! <laughs> it's really fun. It's a lot of fun, and I'm basically the I'm basically the dreamed up technology of uh, of a, a mad scientist. Uh, <laughs> nice, and it's a it's a blast. It's a blast. I love it. But yeah, but Deech has been a wonderful support of my work as well. Uh, has been a great great person to bounce ideas off of and has been so encouraging of my career and my work, especially since they have known me um, almost almost exclusively during this time that I have branched out as a writer myself and a producer. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. So that's, uh, I, I have, I probably have very few internet friends, but um, Deej's Deej is absolutely golden and, um, and and has been such a joy and support for me. It's one of my best friends. That's great. Yeah. Yay. Friends. Yeah, we've, uh, we've talked a little bit on Instagram and uh, they just seem like a lovely person, like lovely heart. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have not checked out this uh the uh podcast but i am interested i have a harder time with fiction podcasts i don't know why i think i think it's something that i would definitely enjoy if i could if i could sit down and be like this is what i'm doing because normally what i do with podcasts is i do a bunch of other shit while i'm listening exactly exactly i was just gonna say i wonder if that's why because you don't have to focus on taking in the nuance of a story you can just listen to people bullshit and laugh at each other like you and I. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right, right, right. And because I do the same thing and my mind just wanders, I have to go, I have to press the back button over and over and over again when I'm dolloping or when I'm listening to My Favorite Murder. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, that to happens to me all the time constantly. where I'm like, oh, whoops, I, uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, but it's uh, but it, and, and Deej is also very um, very active in the whole 
indie audio fiction podcast sphere, which is a nice. seems to be, as I observe it from the outside, um, back in you know our comedy realm, I just sort of peek in. But all of these creators seem really, really close and so appreciative and supportive of each other. They love doing uh, crossover, like series crossovers and collaborating together. And um, and I know Deech has been just absolutely a treasured part of that group too and it's been a pleasure to see them grow and thrive that way yay yeah that's awesome yeah special folks (sighs) i have a handful of really lovely internet friends that i have met like friends of friends Mm -hmm. um and people who i have branched off with and had like really fun weird in-depth late night conversations on either twitter or um, Instagram, uh, more of those two now than Facebook lately. Uh, and it's just, I don't know. It it always renews my faith in people. Not that I don't, Mm. I love people. I love people. Um, but you know, (laughs) there's enough bozos crawling around. (laughs) Yes. Right. Exactly. And being only on the internet makes it that much easier. (laughs) Oh, sure. To not be able to tell who's a bozo and who's not. Um, exactly. Yeah. So when like an actual relationship of note comes out of that, that's particularly uh, delightful and astounding that you can actually find all that commonality and all that humanity between yourselves. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Yay. Tell me more about your friends. All kinds of friends. Every Uh, friend. I'm trying to remember when I met my friend Kathy. Um, I feel like it was second or third grade. Uh, I feel like it was second grade. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to ask her. That's awkward. Hey, <laughs> how, how did I meet you? Well, it's, it's so interesting because with her, I don't remember making friends with her. I just remember being friends with her like immediately. Oh, um, I love that. and it might have been because we were doing extend together, which by the way, when I was like, I'm, I was the only kid. That's not true at all. Kathy was, <laughs> Kathy was my buddy. She was just in a different class, which was why oh, she didn't, yes. wasn't there when I sabotaged that poor girl. Um, and made her think that other boy didn't like her. So <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she and I were definitely in extend together and we got to be smart friends together. And I had never had a smart friend before. And that is a terrible thing to say. I had smart friends. I had very intelligent friends. I didn't have um, meticulous nerd friends. That's what I mean. Um, Yeah. That sounded real shitty the way I said it. That's not at all what I meant. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't have, um, I mean, she was also like nerd smart in exactly the same way that I was with like a big vocabulary and having been reading voraciously um, books that were way ahead of our reading level Um, she had a better grasp, uh, I think because of my ADD, I had a hard time keeping up when we were talking about current events and stuff like that in the advanced classes. Um, she was, I guess, a lot more aware in general of things, but we would both make, we would both make, um, like Monty Python jokes and stuff like that. And for a while it was her and me and this other girl, Suzanne, who I'm also back in touch with now. And she was, she was my friend Susie. And I found out recently I was the only person who she ever let call her Susie. 
like, oh, I thought that was, oh, I, I hope it wasn't. Oh, and she's like, no, it's fine. I would have. Well, and she was like, I would have told. It didn't bother me coming from you. And I was like, oh, all right. What a very. <laughs> what um? What's the word? It, what a, an evolved second grader you were. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, she and I, uh, and Kathy. Kathy and I were together more. Um. And Suzanne, I think, moved to Gloucester maybe in fourth or fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Uh. Because I used to see Suzanne. When we would do all county chorus stuff, she and I were always in the choir for that. Back to Kathy. Um, Kathy had a little Shih Tzu puppy who I really enjoyed. Um, she had, she definitely had one of those dads where it was like, uh, kind of like um, stern mom, crabby dad kind of household. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and they were from. I think maybe Pittsburgh. So her mom would say use all the time. And I just thought that was thrilling. She was oh. like, where do yous want to go? <laughs> um, she was always giving Kathy home perms. So when we were talking about perms the other day, like that's who okay. I thought of. Um, but Kathy and I were like inseparable for years. For years, she was the person who I could always call up and just giggle about nothing on the oh. phone. <laughs> Um, and we had, um, we had a ton of inside jokes and we had almost like a twin language for a while, to be quite frank. Oh, like it was, we were, we were so, so close. Um, and that was, uh, I mentioned when she like, uh, when she flipped off that the nurse and got, got us in trouble at lunch. Um, and she like. I always felt like she took the lead with stuff like that. I I really looked up to her with like how ballsy she was. And she was also a uh, fuck you, I do not care what you think kind of person. And I really enjoyed that. I always, I was like, oh, you're so brave. <laughs> but we would like read babysitters clubs together and talk about putting together a babysitters club and then not do it. I love that. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. We all wanted to make a babysitter's club, didn't we? Big, big plans. Um, I remember at a sleepover talking extensively about periods and, like, trying to figure all that stuff out. Oh, she was the one who had read Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, and was trying to talk to me about it. And then I took it out from the library and got in trouble for having it (laughs) because my mom thought Uh, Judy Bloom was the devil. But yes. I wanted to know what that book was about. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, we were friends even until high school. She was definitely on that. Um, oh, was she? Kathy, I remember you being on that DC trip that I was talking about with the art teacher. Did I make that up? Or am I thinking of the other, our actual eighth grade DC trip? Um, uh, whatever. Lots of gallivanting. <laughs> so much gallivanting. Um, then, you know, high school happens and you don't see people the same amount because you're doing different stuff. She was never one where it was like, we have to have a a friend breakup. It was just like, oh, you're doing your thing and I'm doing mine. Um, yeah, of course. She definitely, she definitely did. nice that it doesn't have to be dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely did theater stuff together. Yeah. It is nice when it's not dramatic, but she honestly, she. She and her family and the fact that there was never any questions about 
how come it's her turn to have you over at her house and you've never been over to her house. That was never a big deal. I did lose friends that way because my, because we couldn't have people over to the house because of all the mess. Um, and parents would get tired of taking care of me all the time, basically. Oh, I hate that. My mom would take us out and do stuff. Uh, but it was never an overnighter. So that's Kathy and Suzanne, who I, who I called Susie for so long. (laughs) Suzanne and Suzanne was the one who I used to talk to on the phone and we used to, um, Try to do all of the Labyrinth movie over the phone to each other. <laughs> yes. I'm behind that a thousand percent. <laughs> Memory. Hooray. Yep. yep. I'm going to buy. I've got. I'm going to buy some pretty underwear today. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to yes. buy some underwear. I'm going to make some. Yes, sh- you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm going to buy some. <laughs> I'm going to. Make some short ribs in the crock pot. <gasps> and then tonight I'm going to go watch Drag Queen Bingo. And oh, my God, yes. I'm just living my baby life. Living that baby life. Uh, I love it. I love you. I just made my... I love you, too. We can... <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if we told each other stories? <laughs> <laughs> Like, wait for it. I have this friend. (laughs) I met her and I was like, I don't know if you want to be friends with me because you're really cool. (laughs) Thousand percent. (laughs) Oh, je t'aime, j'adore. Oh, je t'aime, j'adore aussi. And we love you, listeners. We love you guys. Thank you for everybody who is listening and then texts me about little things. It's so fun. Oh, my God. Please keep texting Lillian. It's so fun. And then if you know me, also text me. Yes. (laughs) I'm a really bad texter, but I appreciate the thought. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, you got to give people something something a little bit back. You can't just be like. I, I know. I'm getting better. I'm getting better while my brain is smoothing out. I have three unanswered texts on my phone right now. I understand. It's okay. I have seen memes, and I didn't understand that this was a thing. I have seen memes from, like, the the youths uh, that say something, like, that show how many unread texts you have, and, and, like, the number is something like 70, and the... And the super text over is like, what kind of sociopath are you? Yes. Oh, yeah. I cannot, I can't begin to tell you how many unread texts I have. Oh, no. You are a sociopath. That's not cool. I I don't mean to. It's like, (laughs) it's like ones that come in when my brain is otherwise completely distracted and then the notification goes away. Uh Uh-huh. You know, yeah, like, so it. it's not intentional. It's not intentional. I know. It's, it's never of something. Not. I don't, personal. I'm not a malicious person. It's just hard. Listen. I don't know. Up in that. I'm not good at it. Up in that realm. Do you have, would you care to take a stab at how many uh, emails are in my inbox? Oh, go for it, girl. Oh, emails. I'm like. Probably just as bad. Just take, I don't a, know about just worse. take a guess. Just take a guess. Unread emails in your yeah. inbox. Let's say 4,700. 
9,445. <laughs> I just straight yes. up never fucking delete anything. I just let it scroll through. It feels like homework. I don't want to do that. It does feel like homework. And also, has anything been more pointless in all of time and space? Oh, I straight up... Oh, no. I think I might have actually stopped getting um, emails. No, okay. I... I wound up buying more storage in Gmail instead of just <laughs> deleting the things. That I Same. To <laughs> Yay! Oh, that's listen. You do what you can. You outsource the rest. That's that's what that's what life is. Oh, all right. Um, I will talk to you probably again tomorrow. And forever again. Um, should we do recommendations? I don't think I have any right now, but go for it. I don't know. You know what? No. No, I don't. You guys. I, I was going to. Go on. <laughs> this is going real well. I was well. going to suggest. <laughs> this is going so well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. Nobody's paying for this podcast. <laughs> podcast slash i was going to be like hey you can spend seven dollars a month on this thing that will help you with your inbox but i don't want you to spend money on dumb shit like that oh, i'm not gonna it do doesn't that. matter spend money on shit that makes you happy oh here's my here's my little i'm gonna put a little boopity button on this um because i want to share because i'm excited so i have literally never added color to my hair ever 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 not even for fun not even manic panic never it just hasn't happened i've wanted to and i missed the window where that would have been an uh, uh an appropriate option for me because now as an actor i just kind of i always have to look tv ready yeah uh you know like or at least i can't change my look up right yeah. as i you have to feel. match yeah mm-hmm. you have to match your and i have up. to match my type yeah i have to match my type come on like yeah um, and having unicorn hair is a limiting factor. Right, of course. <laughs> However, I have wanted to for a million years, and now is the mostest, perfectest time. Oh, yeah. So I tried to order Overtone, and Overtone is back-ordered probably for the rest of the <laughs> century. Because, <laughs> of course, every like I'm not feeling the urge to cut my hair. However, uh, to take advantage of this time... With uh with a with some fun color. Yeah. Could do. Might could do that. Awesome. Um so I went on Lime Crime and I got uh I got a jar of their fuchsia to like mix into my ends and the underside because I don't want to do a full head of fuchsia hair. Right. I, I suppose I could if I wanted, but I don't really want to. No, I just want get the, some Yeah, get that little highlights, low lights. Get those streakies. Get the. Are you going to do an ombre? Is that what you're going to do? Just the ends. Yeah. Yes, I think that that will look awesome and beautiful on you. I'm real excited. I'm real excited. So, like, obviously the stakes are so low. It's semi permanent. It'll wash out in like less than a week. Um, I in total, I wouldn't bank on that. <laughs> no, your hair is very. Light. I mean, it's, it's fine if it doesn't. Like, I'm in no. It's going to be a no little bit longer than that. But yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's fine. 
I'm more than fine with that. And it'll just be my end, so whatever, like, it, it's fine. Yeah, I believe in you. I think this is a great decision. I think that we should all try doing bizarre and radical things with our appearance. Yay. Don't give yourself a I facial really piercing wanna... or anything. Oh, God, no. Mm-mm. No. I did want to try lavender, but lavender... It only looks the way I'd want it to if your hair is like white. Because mm, mm-hmm. as soon as you kick in, as soon as you kick in those yellow tones, it starts to look a little more gray. Right. And while I don't hate that, I wanted to also get a jar of this like anime blue that they make Ooh. because on medium blonde hair, it'll come out like teal. Nice. But they're all sold out of that. Uh. Who knows? I might get that one moving forward we're going to be stuck for a long time so i i have time to play yep <laughs> awesome i love it i can't wait to see it pow 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 i love you so much i love you i have to go keep my cat from eating whatever plastic she's eating right now so i'll talk to you later <laughs> okay bye bye fucking tears. <laughs>